got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, Doc? Welcome to Growing Up Punk, the podcast about punk rock and all of its friends. My name is David. My friend is Aaron. And this actually marks the return of Aaron to the show as this episode is his conversation uh, with vocalist from With Honor, Todd Mackey. Of course, With Honor released a record not too long ago this year. If you haven't listened to it, do yourself a favor. Pause this podcast, maybe, and go listen to it. Or listen to the podcast and then go listen to it. Uh, And if you've listened to the record, you know you love it. It's a fantastic album, so Aaron had the chance to sit down and chat with him about that, amongst other things. Uh, Before we get into it, though, let's uh, do some housekeeping. Go follow us on social media. At Growing Punk Pod is where you will find us. Uh, You'll find our personal links there as well. Um, Tell your friends about the show. Subscribe. You know, all that kind of stuff. Let's just get into it. I don't want to waste any more time. This is Aaron's conversation with Todd Mackey of With Honor. necessarily want to you know go too far back like um, I mean you were on the podcast a few years ago I can't even really quite recall what we talked about then but um, so for those that don't know um, your band with honor you know was around years ago released a couple of albums I mean you kind of did the whole the whole thing you guys have been done for um, a number of years now so yeah I'm curious to just kind of what has all transpired in the last however long where where the band with honor is now back and signed and playing and just released a new album, which we'll get to. I would, yeah, I would love to hear just kind of the process on how you guys like, are doing it again. Update or are, are you more like, how did we get to where we are now? Like, why are we active again? I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Just like what conversations kind of came about or just how did the process where you guys were like, Hey, we should do another album. We should play shows again. You know, especially at this stage of life, like, how, how has that all worked? Yeah, no, thank you for asking um, and appreciate the, the, the clarity. Yeah, the uh, so going into the pandemic in late 1920, there was talk uh, ahead of, like, this is probably... December of 2019, I I think, December of 2019, January of 2020, where uh, Chad Johnson had sort of begun reaching out to bands uh, who had played 
Furnace Fest, you know, decades ago and had put out that they were going to do a 20th anniversary of Furnace Fest and, and, you know, by some, uh, happening and some number of events, um, you know, we had played two years of the three or four original years and, and uh so anyway it it we were coming up on the 15 year anniversary of the revenge record and by some uh conversations we were invited to play furnace fest and that was meant to be 2020 um right and so we were super excited to oblige the uh the invite um you know for for obvious reasons and you know, to, to play, to play, to celebrate the, uh, the record, to play with so many bands that were, that we were privy, were going to take part and, uh, to be a part of sort of this renaissance of a festival that we loved back in the years when we were initially active. So, um, so that was really the beginning of any sort of conversation of, Hey, are we going to do anything now like with honor over the years had played a few shows here and there like you know we we did what was typical of our time of like breaking up and then we did like a handful of shows here and there whether fundraisers or you know never really meant to be like reunions but yeah um there were a few uh a couple of really uh you know serious uh like for example uh, a, a, an event trying to raise money for the families that uh, the families that were victims of the Sandy Hook school shootings, um, which took place uh, not far from where the band was founded and where we grew up and, right. you know, things like that over the years. So, but I mean to say, so while it wasn't like out of the, out of the question for us to get together to do something, cause we had a handful of times by then this was more like, Oh, this will be a bigger thing. This was a much higher, kind of bar that we were setting for ourselves and uh and so we were stoked and announced like january of 20 and then of course a few months later everyone's in lockdown and and all of a sudden we're like well shit what are we gonna do you know um and not that that was like an us question but i think everyone was asking the question like you know what are what are we gonna do with this specific thing, but then well beyond that, it was like life was in a pretty tumultuous place, like yeah. for loads of reasons. Um, and, uh, and so by the time, you know, the first iteration of Furnace Fest had been postponed, like the first time, cause it was, I think it was postponed three times, hmm. uh, at least twice. Um, maybe it was twice the we had sort of by then we had been in touch with Kurt Ballou at God city who was really excited to remaster our heart means everything album. Um, and, and pure noise had expressed interest, uh, in releasing like a, a remastered, uh, you know, updated version of that record. Um, and so, we started to gear towards that furnace fest gets pushed to the following spring, the spring of 21. And then again to the fall of 21 and somewhere between like the fall of 20 and the fall of 21, like not only had we gotten in touch with uh, Kurt and he was 
stoked to remaster the album. Pure Noise was excited to put it out. And then they just kind of dropped it in front of us. Like, Hey, if you guys ever want to do new music, we'd love to be a part of it. And so it was kind of like, Whoa, wait a minute. What? Like, uh, hadn't really thought about it. It certainly wasn't like something we had teased out, but, um, going into the, the winter 20 to 21, we were like, you know, everyone's been well in lockdown for a long time. Like we're writing, we're, kicking ideas back and forth, you know, by text message and email and, um, and yeah, we just kind of like started to entertain this idea of like, well, what if we did? So, so we actually, one of the tracks, the song to the morning, uh, on the record, that was the first song that we put together mm. of the new record. And that was sort of the feeler song, like a demo that the guys had recorded. And I went out to silver bullet with Greg, Thomas, um, who recorded the full length and recorded the vocals to a demo version of the song. And that was kind of the like, hey, what do you guys think? Like, this is where we're headed. Like, and everybody was really just on it. Like, we loved it. And that was why we kept tracing that direction, you know? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I love that. There's a few things to to pull out from there. So, like, you guys all, you know, like, still had all of your gear and kind of, like, I know sometimes bands kind of call it quits. And I know you guys played some shows and, you know, on the stage of life, like, some people just kind of sell stuff or whatever. But you guys all, like, still even just had all your instruments and had still kind of kept up with playing and, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Jeff and Jay, John, they've, like, kept, you know, they did uh, Ambitions, Unforgiving, uh, John is doing lift. Like there there's, everyone has been involved in different okay. stuff. Um, and then, you know, like, uh, Jack, who's based out in Seattle, you know, we, he's played in a number of bands. There's like, yeah, there's like been enough activity and interest where it was not like, you know, dusting off instruments yeah. or okay. trying to find uh gear, you know, thankfully, you know, with John and Lyft and and some of the other projects, like we had a practice space where we could meet and put stuff together. And but you know, really, the first song was more so like just a a demo effort. Like, hey, you know, like I I want to say the guys, I'd I'd have to ask them just for 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 accuracy's sake, but I'm almost positive the initial demo Jay did on his own laptop and we sent it to Greg and I went to Greg's to record the vocals. And, um, and it was just kind of like, it was very much like, Hey, let's see if this is worth it. Like if we can even, it, you yeah. know, well, the album definitely doesn't sound like a band that just has been dusting off. I mean, like sounds like you guys have been going the whole time. Just, I mean, the energy and the tightness of it and, um, yeah, just the songs, like everything is, is super tight and, and sounds awesome so it's you know i guess yeah goes to show you guys have still been keeping up with with music and in some regards over the time and what was it like like logistically to to make this happen like um was that overwhelming thinking like okay like we've got this song this is cool how do we kind of pull this all together and and make it something yeah no i thank you for your kind words i mean it it i think that was a big part of why 
we chased it was there was this energy that I felt really awesome to reconnect with. And simultaneously, it felt like the material was fresh and new and more mature. Um, yeah, the process was pretty involved. I mean, I'm sure like to our conversation before you started recording just for a few moments there where you're talking about your own, uh, you know, recording and creative pursuits. It's like, you know, there are moments where it just flows, like things just come together and it's, it's sort of sparks and it's magical in a way for lack of a better word. And then there are times where it's like a slog, you know, it's just, it's a lot. I mean, I think for one of the things that I abs- I just loved about this process was working with such a close friend yeah. uh, in Greg and, you know, the creative process and his production and guidance, um, you know, for everyone, but specifically like, you know, I would essentially, I, I live a few hours drive from the studio. So like every couple weeks I would, go out and record a, a track or two and it, there was just this very kind of natural flow mm. uh, both with what it allowed for um you know for the creative process in terms of writing and facing each track with like new ideas um but also you know not being uh getting too close to it and lacking perspective you know yeah. Um, so, you know, over the course of the year that it took more or less to finish vocals, mix, master, et cetera, you know, there was a lot of space in there. And then part of that was like, you know, kind of practical just in terms of like, uh, Hey, you know, let's take time and let's like be intentional to not rush this. But even more so, it was just like the demands of like, you know, having a career and and children and, you know, wanting to maintain as much balance as possible and not, you know, not like uh, I think we would have loved to go in and just do everything in one swoop. But yeah, but it just wasn't really in the cards. And, and ultimately, it worked out way better and was, you know, so satisfying to do it. So, you know, um but but yeah there were certainly times also where it was kind of like man this is physically taxing and you know it's just a lot you know to to work and and do all that you do on the home front as i'm sure you well know as someone who's you know building their family and you know constantly working to keep that priority and then uh you know trying to sprinkle in like long drives and studio sessions, you know, it's, it was a lot, but well worth it. Well, I think the nice part of, you know, a band like you guys or lots of bands that are coming back kind of at this stage of life is like, you can kind of take, take your time more. Like there's not as much expectancy of, you know, you got to get an album out by this time to tour and kind of grow the band. Like it can kind of happen a bit more organically. Um, which is which is great because I mean it's less pressure on you and you can make sure things are where they need to be and um, yeah I mean surrounded by people like Greg like even just having those connections already is is such a huge help I'm sure when you kind of you know when this idea comes up to play again you kind of have these people like okay let's talk to Greg or you know you already had a connection with Pure Noise so you kind of have these pieces together already so it's not like you guys were starting from scratch. Yeah, no, and in and in so many ways, like a lot of those things became the central drivers. Not that we wouldn't have done it otherwise, but more the like, 
oh yeah the energy that is starting to coalesce around it you know became a real like carrying energy like it just felt like it propelled us forward in the times where we you know we were more tired because you know the hardest part of of doing something like this being that no one is really banging your door down to like get it done or like you know like it's awesome that people have responded so positively to it but like i mean no one's like oh man if with honor doesn't release a record in 2023 i'm gonna be upset you know (laughs) there is no there is nothing like that so so um yeah it was really cool i also think like you know towards the end of the band when we were fully active some of those pressures were so crippling right uh that this was it was really healing and pure to like do something this way even if it were the the last thing we do it's like it was really wonderful to be creative as a band this way and in this context yeah. do you know what i mean yeah did it ever feel like overwhelming like you know either for your your spouses or families where there's like, Oh, like, you know, you're going to be given this much time to this again. And, or was it, was there enough time and space in there that you were able to, I mean, you obviously made it work, but like, did it feel like a strain or was it a long enough period of time where you could kind of just chip away at it and it didn't, you know, feel like, you know, your whole circles were kind of taking a hit because of it. Yeah, no, I mean, I obviously I can't speak for everybody else. I, it would seem like everyone w- was able to find the the balance. Um, I know in my case, like, uh, you know, it it was a really cool and organic uh, experience. You know, what having like my partners like full support and and you know really feeling like it mattered to do and yeah. and an important part uh not only from my view but from her view and then also to like feel the excitement like my kids excitement in like what they would hear you know as things started to roll in and and where they were involved you know and and uh contributed vocally to the album and stuff so so yeah no i think it was it was really cool and and while it was demanding it was not like oh man how are we gonna do this how are we gonna finish this you know yeah yeah, I just, I mean, like, you know, over the years, for however many times people have asked about means, and it's just like, even just the thought is like, man, there's so many logistics. I mean, we're spread out pretty far, maybe further than, than you guys are, but just, you know, like, it's like, you have to take time off of work, and, you know, you got to get gear again, and touch up on all these, you know, skills and stuff, and it's just like, man, it just, is it as, 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 as is as exciting sorry it was hard to say as exciting as as it sounds like there's so many things wrapped up in it that you know did it ever feel like oh like maybe we just shouldn't do this or was it always you know as soon as you had that first demo it's like all right we're doing this we're going you know we're going ahead regardless of whatever we need to work out yeah no i think once we decided to do it it was everybody was just like all right what's the next step you know but i think i i again i can only really detail my own singular experience but like i think uh you know for me it was really part like it it was a process that felt a lot a high degree of like flow um you know in that i just kind of looked at the next step and was like all right let's do that and then the next one let's do that and 
then the next one let's do that you know it was never like oh man we got to chew this whole elephant all at once let's go you know um and that's i think that's the sign of things that you should do in a lot of ways is like you know when you can have that moment to be present and just take one step in the process at a time that's a that's a healthy thing you know yeah Um, so it was uh yeah it was really cool for that so what what did the process look like this time? You know, like did you kind of map out, you know, to get to our album we need to do, you know, X amount this month and this or was it just we have time to do some so we'll do it here? Like did you have an end goal of even a timeline or um like kind of how was it different than, you know, years ago when you were recording and um yeah yeah uh we knew we were going to be playing furnace fest again this past year uh this past September, and so that was sort of a a last last line where we're like we really want to at the latest have the record out for this time frame um and it wound up that it came out like two weeks prior to the festival right um, which is um you know i think that we had the the guys had written all the music early in the process like uh you know in man in 2020 to 20 by the time we went into 22 so we demoed to the morning early 21 we worked on uh, we kind of proved the concept. We connected with Pure Noise and and got into an agreement like halfway through that year. By the beginning of 22, 20, 20, 2022, most of the material was taking shape. And then the guys essentially knocked out 90% of the music in one week or so in may of 22 Hmm. and so basically it was handed to me at that point to then go back and uh and write and record like all the vocals and i chipped away at those over the course of you know i think from june of 22 to january of 23 so is that quite different from how things would have happened years ago like just the writing process the recording like for you just getting yeah way different way different um and was that better or worse like was that hard to adapt to or it was just like this is how it has to work and so you just kind of make it work yeah i mean it was really by necessity like like you know again jack lives in seattle which is clear across the country from us and you know the other guys and i live probably two two and a half hours drive okay. apart which which in the context of regular life is like might as well be a flight you know right uh, yeah. and so you know historically years ago when we wrote revenge besides being in the studio for a long period of time and like honing the songs there uh in person we did all of our writing like in a practice space yeah. You know, we'd get together, we would jam, you know, we would flow ideas, like we would try things and hear things and, you know, demo into, to, you know, to tape literally yeah, and, uh, and just chew on stuff. And in this context, it was completely different and modernized from what we were accustomed to. That said, I think 
it it wasn't so much like oh well, let's try this it was like yeah we either do it that way or it doesn't happen yeah you know yeah and, and sometimes it's easier to to have that in place where you just know up front like yeah if this is going to happen here's how it's going to look and you know and in my mind that would you know it'd be hard to kind of get into it as much or you know to find the energy i mean when you listen to the album it sounds like i mean obviously it's very high energy and you, you would never guess that it was you know you just kind of given the music and to you know add vocals to and was did, did you ever struggle with that just like trying to find the energy or not you know not be able to feed off of you know other people you know recording in the same room or kind of you know no not really i mean but that really is uh thanks to greg and like you know the the process and experience i had working with him which we had worked on different stuff over the years but never a full length yeah uh never any with honor stuff but i had done like various guest spots for other records so it was like being at home like like both creatively and like just in terms of comfort level like getting the right headspace and you know i will say like you know it, there were definitely moments of fatigue just physically like you know it's grueling the the vocal energy and but like i if you know both creatively in terms of writing and then the flow within the songs like it felt completely organic and like completely like you know if besides just physical fatigue over the process at, at times um i was so there you know so in it mm -hmm. and uh grateful for the opportunity you know what i mean like yeah. it never felt or contrived or anything like that yeah well that's awesome because i i think that's probably a challenge for lots of bands that kind of come back is it's like you want the energy to be there you want it to kind of feel like how it used to but i mean time changes things and just circumstances and just the process sometimes i i would imagine could be hard to just kind of get back into when it's not kind of just a part of your you know your life you know the two-year cycle of recording and touring where you're kind of in this you know routine of doing it versus coming back years after and you know getting in the headspace and you know just vocally how you want to sound and you know there's lots of different dynamics to that that you know i even think man if i had to like record drums for for an album like it just feels overwhelming because for the so many years i've just played in my basement here you know like you don't have the pressure of, you know, being creative, wanting to make sure you're, you know, the parts are coming out, how you have it in your head and, and all of that. And so, I mean, again, the album is so good that you, I would never guess any of that, but it's just always neat to hear the process of it and, and the mindset behind that. Yeah. No, thanks for saying. Yeah, no, I, I think as we began to hear more of what was coming together, it it built like the anticipation built because like you know one we were we had more trust in one another uh in a way and on a like health level that i think in the creative process we had never been and because we've been out of it long enough like some of the things like that maybe were issues when we were a lot younger like just finding our own voice, like being confident in just kind of our own creative choices and not really fitting this into that or, you know, fitting a mold per se, like um, that all felt just kind of like there was just a high degree of focus yeah, um, and freedom that I hadn't felt like in our previous recording mm -hmm. session. 
So it was awesome. Yeah. Um, feels really alive listening back. For sure. And I yeah. It's part, you know, due to those things. Yeah. So. I'd, love, I'd love to hear some of uh, like the inspiration for you. I mean, I guess you probably can't touch on necessarily the inspiration musically, but lyrically, like, you know, again, coming back after years away, do you, you know, do you have a bunch of lyrics that you've, you've come up with since the last album or do you feel um you know there's something specific you want to say like what is that thought process like as a lyricist of because i mean that's that's a pretty big task to you know it's like uh, there was uh somebody i had i had on years ago who said like they're they're not going to write a song unless they have something to say that's always kind of stuck with me and i mean i know lots of there's lots of things to say and not everything has to be like this big statement but um, I would think especially lyrically, like, like how do, how do you do that process after this month, yeah. amount of time? Yeah, I think I came into the process knowing that I had a lot of things to write about life-wise and just in my personal, like I had going into the pandemic and in the, that year, there was a tremendous amount of personal transition in my life. Um, and lots of change just on the home front and within my family um, that I don't think I was like pursuing this for the sake of having an outlet. But I think knowing like as it started to come together, I felt a high degree of like, hey, this is a really good thing to that allows the opportunity for me to process this stuff. Mm. Um, that along with like, you know, the way like my worldview and, and lots of beliefs and the way I see those things, even, even, you know, thoughts and ideas that I have that may be similar or there's a long standing through line through, I might see, uh, might filter those to life differently, you know? Um, and so all very squishy, I realized, so apologies, but yeah, none of the lyrics were written like before the record was written. I mean, mm. most of the songs were written almost in a like uh, kind of um, almost like just with the song outright with like very little cook time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which, you know, historically for me, the opposite of how I used to write. I used to write for months and months and months and months. Mm. I would I would have stuff that I would rifle through in books, journals. I would uh, I would like work on you know changing this one word, change you know all like like really focus on the specificity of the piece and like you know I think I've clung to like really wanting to say something that someone would get and mm. and. And then I I have like vivid memories early on in the band that like we would be out and someone would come up to me and comment about a lyric or whatever and say, oh, I'm so glad you wrote this about that. And then, you know, here I am in my head often thinking, well, it wasn't about that. Right. That said, but like, but that's the interesting part of music or poetry or, you know, creativity in general is that like we we can think of that we're saying something specific and someone can find something very different in what it is we're putting out. And so, yeah, embracing that reality and, and fully embracing the opportunity to like process a lot of this stuff that I was going through. And then, and then also like 
yeah, trying to fold in themes and and update ideas that have always, you know, political, social um, ideas that have always been at the heart of With Honor. It was really fun to like put together and healthy to put together something that was like a, a more grown up me in that space. Yeah. You know? And did that, like, did you feel pressure with that? Like, you know, even whether it's like, if this is your last album, you know, if this is the last impression people have of what you have to say, or was it just kind of, this is what I'm going through and thinking now, regardless of kind of what changes in the future or whatever, just going for it. Uh, yeah. And I, I never really thought about it with like, Oh, what if this is the last thing I ever say? I mean, you know, it doesn't, I don't think I gave, I don't think life allowed enough time around it to overthink it, which was actually a gift. Yeah. No, that's cool. It's uh, it's funny. A mutual friend of ours, uh, Matt good. And I years ago, we wrote some songs together that have never seen light. Still um, bums me out. I know uh, <laughs> some of the lyrics on this album, I, I put together as sort of a nod because we recorded or partially recorded this stuff at Greg's. Right. So there are actually like a couple of lyrical shout outs to that project mm. in one of the songs. Um, but anyway, long story short, there was, there was this experience where we wrote a song every day for like a week and then we went and recorded them. And I remember we would talk, there was, I don't remember the words we use or that he used to kind of, clue me in at least as to how he was looking at songwriting at the time but it always stuck with me the the feeling and idea that like a song's never going to be done that you're just choosing like when you're willing to abandon it yeah that's a cool way to look at it and uh and so yeah i never really felt too fused or stuck to like needing things to to turn a certain way or produce a certain final product i think i i think for me it was more about what the process was like and how authentic i felt it was and whether or not like everyone involved was satisfied and inspired by it yeah and and like whether we were connected to like purpose and joy in it you know what i mean yeah and and yeah it never really crossed my mind but yeah, well, yeah, it's just an interesting, yeah, I mean, I mean, music can be so many things, like it's, you know, when I think of even now, it's like, man, if I was going to, you know, do another album playing drums, like, how much different would I do things from the last time, and um, if I had known the last album I was a part of would be the last, like, just, well, what have I maybe changed, or, you know, and maybe that's just, you know, too much foresight into things that nobody's really going to care about, but I don't know. I just, I think sometimes, you know, you, you pour yourself into things and you want it to have lasting value, but you really have no idea what comes after that, what people take from it. And I guess maybe that's part of the cool, cool part of the process anyways. Yeah. I also think that like there, that's cool. Like, I think we all go through those times of reflection and that's important, right? So it's not to suggest that that there won't be that time. Like, uh, I think it's more that, you know, just in the, in the time that we were doing it, it was like, Hey, like I have like every time I would go to Greg's, I would have this thought like, okay, two minutes and 45 seconds to, to 
put something like from my heart in this thing and to do it with the, like the highest degree of conviction and like to make it what I always hoped I would have done on any previous album or something, Yeah, you know, and to just like, let it be like fully me who shows up doing, you know, for these vocals. Right. And it just allowed me to look at it very simply Whereas I'm sure there'll be times, you know, flash forward and it's like, oh man, look at that time. Oh, that was interesting. Or there were these layers or unconscious thoughts that I, don't, I didn't even recognize or who knows. But I mean, it's it's all good. Like um, all of that stuff is welcome. I don't mean to suggest that, oh, that's somehow lower or on a different plane yeah. or, you know, it. I just think, you know, at the time, given all these other circumstances it really was this outlet in the purest form you know of hey the, i don't i'm not thinking like will people love it or are we gonna get good shows or you know it was just like make this song kick as much ass as possible you know yeah yeah well that's awesome so yeah like it sounds like you were like you were inspired to just kind of lay lay out what was there and didn't feel like too forced or you weren't like, you know, digging into your past or old journals or whatever, just trying to like find scraps of things. And cause I mean, I, I've always found like, I, I'm not a lyricist and you know, I've just, to me, that's such a hard thing. Cause it's um, like you said, people can interpret lyrics differently, you know, whereas music or you come up with a drum part, like, it is what it is. It's not like someone's going to interpret some fail as something it's not or whatever. Right. Um, and so lyrically I've just always found it. Yeah. Just like, I I don't know how people come up with, with things to say, you know, where it flows and where it's going to have lasting value on a song. And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, I think that you just want, yeah, there were things I, I, there were things that were big themes for me, go like growing through these recent changes in my life that I needed to come up with ways of, of exclaiming and putting out and processing. And, but yeah, I, I don't know that I've said this in any context. Like I don't even I can't remember if I even told all the guys. Um, I know that I didn't tell them while we were recording because I didn't want them to overthink like, hey, maybe he's like half-assing it, but most of the lyrics were written the day I recorded. Hmm. Yeah, man, um, it just seems like so much pressure. Like, what if something doesn't come to mind that flows or that you're happy with, or does that not happen? Didn't, and and then it would be trying a few other things and seeing what happened. Like, like, but uh, there is a bridge that uh, I drive over to get to Greg's to the studio. And so I would, it's, it goes over the Farmington river there. And there's this little spot actually that I used to go when I was a kid with my parents and we would play putt putt at this really cool spot right on the river. And, but if you kind of go down a little further, there was like an area to kind of walk out to the river bank and sit. This sounds really woo woo, but like I would basically go a few hours early for the sessions and I would just like put in my headphones and sit by the river. And mm. that's where probably a lot of the themes on nature and a lot of the, the kind of, you know, I mean, it's an interesting combination of like peace and intensity. And, you know, I don't know, like, I, it, but that was the situation where, probably 80% of the lyrics 
um, were literally written there. And like uh, a fair amount more were still written in the context of like during the session, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's a really unique part about lyrics too, is you can really kind of go anywhere to be inspired or work on it versus, you know, guitar drums. Like I'm not going to take my drums down to the river and be inspired yeah. to do some sweet drum fills that sound like whatever. <laughs> right. But so, well, yeah, lyrically, I mean, I, I just, I love that imagery where you can just go for a walk, go sit somewhere and, you know, all this stuff can, can come. So it's almost, you have way more opportunities to, to be inspired. So that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah what, uh, I, I wanted to touch on the artwork. I mean, I, I'm always drawn towards artwork and just curious, was there any specific inspiration for the cover? Who came up with that? Um, uh, yeah. Oh, the, the cover is a picture that Jeff took. We really, I mean, a big, big theme in the record is nature and like the healing power of nature and, and boundless as a title is sort of, you know, kind of a comment towards like, you know, how we're naturally, you know, instilled what's with instilled within us in terms of our capacity for love and for healing and, you know, a lot of the themes that that come up on the album um so yeah really simple artwork but just a, a beautiful picture that was sort of uh laid over colors that you know we thought really matched the tone of the album yeah yeah and i always think it's neat when um when an album cover you know you know, sometimes you look at one and it's like, oh yeah, this is a death metal band or or whatever, right? And but when you look at your your cover, like if you didn't know the band, you wouldn't necessarily know right away what kind of band you were, or what kind of music. And so yeah, I always find that a cool uh, kind of balance there. And and uh, so it kind of takes you know either listening to it or asking or kind of getting some insight into it instead of just you know like Iron Maiden. You look at it and it's like, oh yeah, this is Iron Maiden or or whatever. So. <laughs> I was just like hearing inspiration for art, but, um, yeah. How about, uh, like some takeaways from, you know, either highlights or, uh, low lights from writing, recording, um, like any certain things that really stuck out of, um, I mean, you've kind of shared some, some already, but, um, you know, any things that stand out about kind of this whole process when you, when you look back on things or is it all kind of wrapped up in one thought or. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, there's nothing, I think, I think it was just cool to go back to it and to, the biggest thing for me that was super powerful was like in the past when we were all involved in every decision, you know, pushing every little thing forward, we would quarrel a lot more. Mm. We found it was a lot harder to feel each other's trust, you know, creatively and to like find you know, I know for me to find confidence and just like to be settled in what I was putting together as a vocalist and as a lyricist. So like, you know, that part of that, that was because like no one else was there. It was just me and Greg for the, you know, the vast majority of the the vocal process. But, um, but it was also like, I think for me, you know, one of the biggest takeaways was just that, that, way that we grew through and healed that kind of in i don't know what the word would be yeah just like kind of grew up in that way and you know the way to feel everyone's trust and i think everyone you know kind of extended this creative trust in a way that we had never 
to date, mm. you know, had one another. It was, uh, that was probably the definitive thing. Of course, it's always fun to just be like in, you know, at Silver Bullet where we've been, you know, so many other projects of each of ours has been documented there and we've done, you know, it's like a second home in a lot of ways, but sure, yeah. we got to do any with honor material there. So it was, it was just awesome to, and definitive to be in there with Chris and, and Greg, um, Justin and, and, you know, others that worked on the album there. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, like it was a really sweet season. Uh, you know, I would bring, my dog who I've lost in the, the, the days since, you know, shortly after mm. the conclusion of the album, but you know, he would come with me and we would stay over there. Yeah. It was just like a really sweet time. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, it's really. cool. I always like just kind of hearing, you know, afterthoughts because when you're in the moment and, you know, working towards something, sometimes it's kind of hard to see, kind of the project for what it is but now that you know the album you could have a physical copy or streaming or whatever like you know it's just a cool feeling to see what you've poured yourself into is now out there for people and um yeah how's the kind of overall reaction been to it and um yeah any thoughts kind of on that yeah no i mean it's been awesome i'm i'm just so overjoyed that you know the people who were interested checked it out and feedback has been really good. And I mean, I didn't have any expectations to be honest. Like I think honestly, the biggest thing for me, I'm just over the moon that we got to make it yeah, and that I got to write more songs with the guys and have this experience compared to like, you know, the last, I mean, writing and recording the revenge record was awesome, but I think it was a very mixed experience across the board for us. Like, um, you know, where I, I, I think we all, felt different dynamics and you know while i might say like oh that was awesome and definitive and you know other people were like well this was amazing about it but this was hard for me mm. um you know and and sometimes that's sometimes the hard experience is the necessary one but, right but i think like in general like going through this this process uh was was awesome and to see people enjoy it the way they have and and we've played a good handful of shows in the last month or so after the record's been out um and so to see like a super positive reaction to the album literally like with people singing along to the songs and sharing with us like what they like um uh, and and to see so much interest across the board like you know one of the points of feedback we've gotten from you know most everyone who likes the album is like yeah it's every song is good, you know, yeah. it, it, and, and that I don't imagine there could be better feedback, uh, for a punk hardcore album, you for know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's super catchy. I mean that too, like, um, for me, lots of kind of punk hardcore, like it either all kind of sounds the same. And I mean, your vocals are, you know, you kind of, you can kind of scream, you kind of have the yell singy, but you just do it in a way that is really easy to listen to. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, that, that definitely stands out, um, for me on that. How does it, how's it felt playing, playing new songs live? Cause I mean, for the shows that you played, you know, like you said, you had been playing some like benefit shows, like I'm guessing you were just playing older songs. Does it feel weird yeah. to now be like, oh yeah, we have new songs to play now and, like oh, do you yeah. feel yourself like oh yeah i gotta remember these or 
How does that feel? Yeah, no, it's definitely harder. I mean, I think like because, and I'm sure you feel this having been like, you know, at a, at a time like a full-time band, it's like the songs that you toured on that heavily, like they are like, regardless of whether you have to wake them up or not, you know, like you can practice them a few times and the muscle memory comes out of your unconscious. Right. And all of a sudden you hit the songs and they just feel like clockwork. Whereas like new songs, it is hard. It's like, it's a different kind of demand, you know? Um, That said, it's been awesome. You know, by the time we wrapped the shows, like a, a few weeks back now, we did that a weekend with Stretch Armstrong. Awesome. Shout out to yeah. those guys. I love them. And it was so good to be uh, together again. I have a special care package that I, I'm going to send out your way, by the way. Yeah, awesome. Um, incoming. But, um, but yeah, the, um, you know, by the time we sort of finished playing that stretch of shows broken over a few weeks, it finally felt like, whoa, okay, cool. These songs are really folded into our set. Mm. Um, but there's really no shortcut to getting there. You just have yeah. to play them. So, so yeah, no, I mean, it would be, it's weird in that I think for any release we made over time, like we essentially would get on the road and by the third or fourth day, you're like, okay, cool. These are part of the set. You know, I think playing more infrequent shows, even even five, six shows spread over four weeks, like it's like it takes longer for that to feel really internal yeah. or very natural. Um, so, yeah, definitely an adjustment, uh, especially for a band that, you know, in its 20 year history or whatever, like we more or less wrote all of the songs that were in the catalog within the first like four years. And then anytime we played, it was any of those songs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But I think that the cool thing is that those songs already at this stage already feel like they, they, some of them have to be there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, that I think is is something uh, that's really cool to feel, you know, from our perspective, from my perspective, you know, to feel like a set would be incomplete without this song or that song. Like that's, uh, you know, it took some of our other songs a long time to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like I, that's a nice part about coming back and just people being excited. It almost seems like it's, easier to put new stuff in there because people have had so much time away whereas you know a lot of times a new album comes out and it's like well, i still like the last album or you know there's always people that only want to hear old songs only want to hear new and that whole thing but um yeah that's that's a great uh compliment when people are like yeah i want to hear the new ones i mean everyone's had lots of time to hear the old ones anyways so you know that's yeah good opportunity for that um yeah kind of in closing like what's what's next for the band what do you have any kind of hopes or goals or is it just kind of organic if an opportunity comes up you talk about it or what are you hoping for yeah no i think that and and some goals i mean we have places in the world that we didn't play uh at all or very much that you know we would love to go um you know we'd love to to do Australia, Japan. Um, we'd love to, you know, really, I mean, the, the, the beauty of, of punk and hardcore since we were more active is that it's, it's 
everywhere. You know, it's it's picked up a lot of places yeah. that in our in our active days, like we didn't have the chance to play. And then of course, you know, there's places that we absolutely adored to play, you know, the West Coast of the United States, like, you know, lots of places in Canada. I mean, there's I think that uh, the hard part is being realistic and slimming down, you know, the commitments. Right. Um, right now, through the first of the year, we probably won't be doing really anything just for how intense things are, um, you know, just on the on the home front. But, you know, getting into next year and into the summer, we'll hopefully sprinkle in some cool stuff and, you know, hope that people continue to enjoy the album and, you uh, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll have some things to share without a doubt. Yeah, well, it's awesome. Look forward to that. I'd love love to see you guys up in Canada again, but I know it's I don't know how likely that is, especially where where I am. There's not a whole lot that comes through here, but um, yeah, yeah, that would be sweet to see. Do you guys have to, you know, again, even just thinking logistically, like it's not like you just have like booking agents and all these people lined up, you know. So for for further opportunities, you know, does a label help with that? How does even kind of all that stuff happen are you yeah no i mean all of the booking we're doing ourselves primarily or, or working through like a small network of friends but um yeah we're not really busy enough to say like oh that's a real that's like a priority like it was uh when we were full-time or or right um, you know so yeah it's I mean, things move at a much slower pace for that reason, but that's also kind of where we want it to be. Yeah. Um, the label, Pure Noise, has been absolutely awesome to to work with for the Boundless record, and they continue to to push uh, in awesome directions for us, which is great. But um, but yeah, I mean, nothing like uh, you know, we're not like you know doing the world tour twenty twenty four anything like that. Um, you know, but, but that's the beauty of, uh, how I think a lot of people are approaching, uh, punk and hardcore now is like, you know, Hey, let's, let's do things we care about in places that are cool and, and, you know, uh, be active in the community and, and see what we can get into. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. I mean, yeah. Thanks for all the thoughts you shared and, um, yeah, just the album. It's it's awesome to have it in hand, and I mean, it's always such a nice surprise when when you get an album from a band that you didn't think you'd get something else from. I mean, yeah, the last time you were on, we we talked briefly about this is our revenge, um, you know. And at that point, I don't think there was any, or maybe there was conversation, but I mean, it didn't come up there. So it's yeah, it's just it's always cool to see you know friends from the past still pursuing you know dreams and pursuing music and and being a part of the scene that that you know still means so much to so many of us so yeah keep it up and yeah i would love to see you again in person sometime and yeah thanks for your for your time and thoughts tonight yeah aaron i appreciate the opportunity it's uh yeah that doing the podcast and and getting to connect in these ways i mean these are not small parts of you know what makes contributing and and getting back to a place where we're making music, you know, I mean, I think those are all very much intertwined for me. Uh, so it's, it's been a pleasure and, and, uh, thanks for checking out the album and giving us a chance, uh, on your show to, to share a bit more about it. Mm-hmm.